Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Our good friend, uh, John Zogby, principal at John Zogby Strategies, and uh, remember his podcast is The Zogby Report, and uh, John's book that we talk about often is We Are Many, We Are One. John Zogby joins us on The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. So, John, I'm having a little bit of a disconnect here. 78-year-old Vermont senator and 18- to 29-year-old Americans connecting somehow. What's going on? Uh Bernie appears uh, to young people as authentic. Uh, you know, the, there was a comedian in the 1970s, Flip Wilson, who had a character, what you see is what you get, that character. I remember. And, and that's what, uh, that's what uh, I think Bernie Sanders represents to, to young people who are um, uh, really frustrated with how slowly uh, things get decided or the things change. And they're looking for somebody to cut, you know, draw the straightest line between A and C, which is through B. Now, you know, there's a lot more nuance than that, but we're talking about young people who are frustrated with what they, I think, uh, perceive as just the complexities that shouldn't exist. Hey, we got problems, we have to solve them, and, and Bernie's message seems direct to them. Uh, is there anything in these numbers that suggests that the youngest cadre of American voters have philosophically swung very sharply to the left? Yeah, there is. Now, um, we find that, you know, a, over a third, close to 40 percent, feel that socialism um, is, uh, is a good system, Uh almost tied with the numbers that prefer keeping capitalism. Now, we haven't asked the same question ourselves about, uh, about that to voters over 65 or voters between 45 and 65, but other polls have certainly shown that, um, uh, that there is a, a widespread fear of socialism among people over 65, those of us old enough to uh, remember the Cold War and remember that socialism was equated with communism, which meant Stalin and Mao and Castro and the usual cast of characters. These are kids that are not um, schooled, um, you know, in, in that kind of history. And also young people who see plainly the frustrations of what capitalism has wrought uh, to them. Uh, most of their adult lives have been spent uh, in, in a recession, um, which meant for them uh, college debt, uh, 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 inability to start their careers, a gig economy, and, 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 and a lot of uh, disillusion. So, uh, John, how does what happened in South Carolina with Joe Biden winning the Democratic primary there and, uh, and, and uh, you know, the others still being in the race. And Michael Bloomberg actually being on the ballot mm. for the uh, primaries on Tuesday, Super Tuesday. Does that change anything? Does that have the potential to change oh, anything huge. significantly? Yeah. Actually, Roy, that, that is multiple questions. Let me deal with them very quickly. Sure. Um, one is Ber there are two lanes in the Democratic Party, and there always have been, a, a, a progressive left 
uh, lane and a center lane. Progressive left lane has been decided. That's Bernie Sanders. He will go all the way to the Democratic nominating convention in, in July as the left-wing candidate with a substantial number of delegates. This has happened before. It's the center lane that's crowded with a number of, of candidates and a lot of confusion. Uh, yesterday was huge in South Carolina. Joe Biden not only won the state, but won hugely, convincingly, to the point where there's almost no rationale for a Pete Buttigieg, uh, an Amy Klobuchar, um, who've been going after the same voters, but have shown no appeal, zero appeal, in fact, among a substantial number of African Americans and, uh, and Latinos and, and young people who make up the party. Uh, Biden did that, um, and, and now uh, is in a position, I think, where he's the actual front-runner hmm. in the center lane. His only obstacle at this point is getting some of the others convinced by or right after Super Tuesday to leave the race. And then, of course, there's the issue of Mike Bloomberg, who has spent a half a billion dollars. That's amazing. But whose numbers are sagging yeah. in, in the uh, yeah. Super Tuesday, of course, 14 states. John, what does that say to you? What, I'm sorry, I have to ask you this. What does that say to you about Michael Bloomberg's chances? Here's a guy who spent $600 million, has done extremely badly in the debates. He just didn't, doesn't come across well. Um, and he's got, he's got as much money as, uh, as God, uh, uh, probably more. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any point in him staying this? Does he have a chance? I don't think so. The, his debate performances, the first one pre-Nevada caucuses, was really as horrible a debate performance as, as I've ever seen. And look, uh, I like Mike Bloomberg, and I actually polled for him in 1999. So I'm not talking about anyone who's fundamentally opposed to the guy. And then his debate prior to South Carolina... Um, was lackluster at best but and and not redeeming in in any way so it's uh you know what it reminds me of the, the there was a comedian way back when i was a little kid sid caesar who used to do this routine about the silent film star who was a matinee idol until the talkie films came in and everybody heard his voice which was high-pitched and screechy, and they turned away and and laughed. Mike Bloomberg has spent all this money on paid advertising and presented himself in a godlike way. And then when folks see him in debates unprepared like a deer in the headlights, (laughs) um, the contrast is very similar to that um, silent movie uh, star. John, the only people worse than Bloomberg in the debate were the CBS network moderators. Oh, God. It was atrocious. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.